Good morning. It's Monday, December 4th. National Cookie Day. Yum. And now the news. Let's start with the Israel-Hamas war, where on Friday, negotiations to continue to pause fighting broke down over terms for releasing women that were still being held in Gaza. In the first 24 hours after those talks stalled, Israel launched more than 400 strikes into Gaza, where Hamas said that there are, quote, no negotiations now, nor will there be any more hostage exchanges until there is a ceasefire. Meanwhile, news broke late last week that last year, more than a year before the October 7th attack on Israel by Hamas, Israeli officials obtained a 40-page document codenamed Jericho Wall that outlined exactly, basically point by point, how that October 7th attack would happen. But because Israeli officials believed the attack to have been too aspirational and too difficult to carry out, that document was dismissed. However, late last week, it was obtained by New York Times, and while the exact date of the attack wasn't listed, basically everything else appears to have been followed with what New York Times calls, quote, shocking precision. This is all new news, and I'm recording this on Saturday, so it's not great. Uh, It is still too early to see what happens next, but uh, doesn't feel good. That's for sure. Also, a really unfortunate update on the Palestinian student that was shot while walking with two friends in Vermont, apparently simply because they're Palestinian. The 20-year-old Brown University student is now paralyzed from the chest down. And I'm not really sure how to transition from that story to this story, but here we are. This is the news. That's why the whoosh exists, so we can do different stories sometimes tonally very different. As I mentioned a few times last week, the vote to expel George Santos did in fact go down on Friday. And with the vote of 311 members, including 105 Republicans, on Friday, George Santos became just the sixth member of the House to have ever been expelled in history. And so now the saga of George Santos is over-ish. Over as in his time as a House rep. That's done. Hard to believe that he would actually be truly, totally out of our lives. This guy seems like he is ready to um, spill the beans on everyone in the house for no other reason than the plot. But, um, you know, it's nice that he's out of the house. It's nice that he is going to, if he is going to tell the truth about other house members. He's never told the truth in his life. Now that I'm really thinking this out, I don't know how it's going to go, but um, we'll see. He did leave us with these beautiful parting words. Quote, why would I want to stay here to hell with this place? Classic Santos. Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom debated on Friday night. I don't know why DeSantis said yes, because it was very clear that dude never stood a chance. Uh, Did I watch it? No. Did I root for Governor Newsom? No, I rooted against DeSantis, as I do in any and all ventures. But it did happen, and people might talk about it today. So if they do, and you want to be a part of the conversation, you can just say like, hey, I don't really get why either person participated, but it was pretty cool when Newsom said the only thing that he has in common with DeSantis is that neither of them will be their party's candidate in 2024. That was a sick burn. Everything else was like, why? What? Okay. Anyway, it happened. That's for sure. Can't take that back. It did happen. 
Sandra Day O'Connor, the first woman to ever be appointed to the Supreme Court, on which she served from 1981 to 2006, died on Friday. She was 93. 93. That's impressive. She was a moderate conservative who voted to end the 2000 Florida recount, which gave Bush the presidency, but also joined with liberals to do things like affirm abortion rights and uphold affirmative action. Interestingly, in 2013, she actually said the court never should have seen the Florida recount case. So she did um, kind of regret that one. That's that's interesting. Look, legacies are complicated, but a moderate conservative is basically unheard of these days. In 1988, she was diagnosed with breast cancer, which she later said, quote, fostered a desire in me to make each and every day a good day, which is not too shabby of an outlook to have. And then technically, this story could be Trump crime update time, but it is also super interesting to me as a nerd who owns many books about the Constitution, as well as just a bunch of copies of the Constitution. So uh, it's interesting to me. On Friday, a three-judge panel ruled that Trump can be personally sued over claims that he incited violence when he told a group of insurrecting insurrectionists to go march on the Capitol on January 6th. Now, originally, he said he could not be sued because he said he was acting as the president at the time. But that panel of judges ruled that actually, Jude was acting as the candidate and therefore can be sued. Bad news for him. When it's bad news for him, we love it. This is also good news for the members of Congress and Capitol Police officers who are already trying to sue him. And then it's interesting news for history, because as the prophet Lin-Manuel Miranda promised us, Every American experiment sets a precedent. So this affects Trump, duh, but it also affects every future president whilst they run for a second term. Isn't that so interesting? Specifically, one of the judges wrote, quote, when a first term president opts to seek a second term, his campaign to win re-election is not an official presidential act. The office of the presidency as an institution is agnostic about who will occupy it next and campaigning to gain that office is not an official act of the office. Interesting. But also interesting is then it's like, okay, some things are clearly done as a candidate. Some things are a little murkier. And this ruling does not clarify how to determine where that line is. It's fascinating. Look, Trump was a terrible president and is a genuinely bad person. He has bad where there should be good. What he did to this country what he continues to do to this country, what he is threatening to do if he wins the next election. Awful, 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 awful. This case is so interesting, though. And that's it. That's the news. Like I said, I'm recording this on Saturday night. No one let any news break on Sunday. Your past, my future. Whoa. Whoa, though, right? I'm proud of cookies. I make them. I eat them. I eat what I make. It's a nice little system I got going on. But more than that, more than the pistachio cookies I make every year because I found the recipe once randomly and they turned out to be some of the best cookies ever. Because you are also sweet and a little nutty. I'm proud of you.